Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. How to become an executive coach. So I answered this already, and my answer is really just to go do it. But executive coach is a very generic term. So in the beginning, you needed to first find out where the executives are and start talking to them and find out some of the problems that they're having and find a problem that you think you can help solve. And then once you've got that, then you need to convince an executive or two or three or four to help you or to let you, to pay you, or let you do it for free for experience to help them solve that problem. And now you're on your way to being an executive coach. You know, that's really it in the beginning. But executive coach is such a broad term, you really want to find a way to specialize as soon as you can, right? I said this in the other video where I answered it, but there's an income earning ladder, it's a pyramid. And at the bottom of the pyramid, you have generalists. So at the bottom are generalists. And this is like a dentist. A dentist makes whatever any dentist makes, and that part of the country, part, you know, that city, that's what gen generalists make in that field. Then you have a specialist, like an orthodontist, and the orthodontist will get paid more. The dentist might be able to solve the same problem the orthodontist does, but it'll be clumsy because they haven't had the training and experience in solving that specific thing. So the orthodontist makes more money because you have a greater certainty, you have more confidence in successful outcome, right? So you pay the specialist more than the generalist, even though the generalist might be able to figure it out. The person who makes more than a specialist is the trainer of specialists. And again, you would pay the trainer more because you would expect a higher standard from them. They may not be the best in the field, but geez, if they're training specialists, you should get at least industry average. And then the person who makes more than all of them is a celebrity because of the laws of supply and demand. If you're a celebrity and you have a finite amount of time, then you might get more, uh, the, the demand might bid up the, the value of, of your time, right? So, uh, but how do you become an executive coach? I mean, you just get out there and do it. You start collecting 10,000 hours, you get really clear on the problems you solve and who you solve those problems for, and then you start accumulating your 10,000 hours of experience solving that type of problem for that type of person. And, and really, that's, that's how you do it, you get going. I would advise you to, uh, to invest in yourself in training and education and trying out other people's programs and seeing what their executive coaching is like. But I also would advise you to avoid the idea that a weekend certification program would ordain you qualified. You might get some sort of certificate. There's lots of associations that you can join. Uh, but at the end of the day, people are paying for results and your reputation in the industry will be built and based upon the results that you get. So I will make sure that you do business with integrity, with clarity and transparency as best as you can and just keep moving forward. You know, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be good days and bad, good clients, bad clients. Just do the best that you can and, uh, you know, depending on where you're at in your life, maybe in the beginning, your main concern is covering your, your living expenses, your rent, groceries, that. But once you've got that covered, I really would encourage you to just pursue excellence and enjoying playing that game, being in that industry. Because I think you'll just have a better time, you'll have more success, you'll be more creative, 
you'll, you'll be more magnetic to people around you, I think, too. Uh, and I think that that's a really important part of it, you know. And then also something else to mention is there's two parts of executive coaching. One is doing the work to help solve that problem. So again, as a coach, your role is to help your, your player, in this case the executive, play the game better. Whether it's with my, uh, fixing their mindset, their diet, their sleep, their business skills, their negotiation skills, their marketing skills, their whatever, right? One is helping them do that, but the other one is helping them see what you've done. So it's the reporting component. Again, this is something that I've, I've, I still am working on being better at, but I really learned that one part is doing the work and the other part is like reporting on the work that you did. So that way they see it and they see the value and it's acknowledged and recognized. So it really helps if as an executive coach you find ways that you can measure the, the improvement the results for your clients. I think that'll go a big way, uh, a long way in helping you and them get more from, from the experience. If you'd like to learn more information on uh, topics like this, or if you'd like to check out some of my programs, you can go to bestbusinesscoach.ca.